On Saturday night this past weekend, I went to Bushwick in Brooklyn, New York with a few of my friends. We were out dancing at a couple bars, talking to boys, partying, I guess you could say. At the end of the night, it was like 3 a.m., and I called an Uber. And instead of Ubering to my house, I thought it would be a really good idea to Uber to a diner down the street from my house. So I Ubered to this diner, and I was pretty much the only woman that was alone at a booth. I was eating nachos, and while I was sitting in this diner, I don't know why, but like something about the scene really struck me as like profoundly sad maybe, or impressive, <laughs> I'm not totally sure. But I felt compelled to capture it, and I didn't know, you know, typically you would have to take a photo or capture a video or something, but instead what I did is I took a live photo and turned it into a GIF using my Motion Stills app, and then I posted it to Instagram on Saturday night, and it got basically no likes. Okay. Well, that's a <laughs> that's a moving and heroic tale. Uh, I just wanted to inspire or... everyone. Yeah. Perfect. To live their best lives. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to What's Tech, a podcast from TheVerge.com. I'm Caitlin Tiffany, your temporary host, and I'm here with Ashley Carmen, tech reporter and gadget blogger at The Verge. And we're going to talk today about something we're going to call personal GIFs. Per- GIFs. We got to establish right off the bat. GIFs, Caitlin. GIFs. Okay, we'll go a with per GIFs. Verge style. <laughs> we'll go with GIFs for the purposes of this podcast and this podcast only. But yes, uh, Ashley Carmen is here to talk about personal GIFs, which is a term she coined earlier today. It's just something that I want to make a thing. Yeah. First things first, Ashley, what is a GIF? A GIF is basically a looping animated image. It can be from a video or just like a animated cartoon type of thing. But GIF is a file format. We use GIF because it stands for Graphics Interchange Format. Okay, so would you say that then in addition to GIF, which is a highly technical term that you just explained and I've already forgotten, is there also a colloquial definition for GIF? And how would you use that? Yeah, so I think when you know, GIFs were first kind of coming up, it was just obviously like that file format. But now video clearly has kind of taken over the internet and there's more, there's ways to create looping videos or images that aren't technically a GIF format. So for example, there are apps like Motion Stills that create GIFs that are not actually GIFs technically. So, for example, if I use my Boomerang app to make a little looping vid for my Instagram, that is a GIF or it's not a GIF in the technical sense? In the technical sense, it is not a GIF because you can export it and it is an MP4 file, a video file. Okay, but but emotionally, it's a GIF. Emotionally, physically, tactily. You can't touch it. No, it's, it's on the screen. Okay. 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 No. Yeah, it's not a GIF. <laughs> Okay. Great. I'm so glad to have this straight in my mind. So I think for the remainder of this podcast, we should establish that when we say GIF, you don't always literally mean graphics interchange format file. Right. I just mean mean a looping image or video file that like repeats. Yes. 
Acronyms are useless. That's what this should be the takeaway from this podcast, if anything. I mean, I bet you $100 I could call my sibling on the phone right now and ask her, what does ATM stand for? And she would have no idea. There's no reason for acronyms. Yeah, automated teller machine. I had no idea. Well, there there you have it. Acronyms I know nothing are useless. Okay, so Ashley, what are personal gifts? Personal gifts are gifts that you make and it's gotten easier to make. I think like up until very recently this wasn't something you could do readily, but they're gifts you can make on your phone. It's typically easier with iOS, but you can do it with Android as well using either live photos on iOS or apps like Boomerang on both iOS and Android to capture little slices of life. It's not a video, it's not a photo, it's a GIF. Okay, awesome. So which apps do you use? Which ones are your favorite? So I typically switch between, because I have an iPhone, so I usually will take a live photo, which basically captures like a second before and a second after you press the shutter button. So it creates this little moment. And there's an app called Motion Stills from Google that will turn those live photos into GIFs. You can put text over them, you can loop them, you can turn sound on and off, there's image stabilization. That's my favorite way to do it. But there's also Boomerang, which is from Instagram, and it does pretty much the same thing, just it's a little bit easier because you press the shutter button and you can see when it's starting to capture the GIF. Cool. So what's interesting to me about these GIFs is that usually on the internet, in our lives up until this point. A GIF is something of like a pop culture moment. It's like something from a music video, America's Next Top Model quote, or like uh, Game of Thrones, like something that calls on a shared memory and you can use it in place of words, which happens, you know, in, in your obnoxious email chains and in Slack and on Twitter. And that's just like part of how people speak now. But these GIFs are not useful for that. They're just for you. They're just like your little personal memories or I mean maybe you share them with the other people who are in the photo but so like how how do you see people using them then if they're not for conversation in public well I think you can use them on social media still but you're right like it's not that popular culture thing like I'm not going to take a personal gif of the debate this past week and be like oh hey Twitter check it out I use it more artistically I think and also just to sort of show a moment. I think they are intimate in a certain way because you see people living a certain experience. I know that sounds so deep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are talking about tech, which is the fabric of life, um, obviously. So do you think like these personal gifts, which they effectively like turn your Instagram account into like an animated photo album, is that like the future of how we store and use photos? Or is this just something that like the teens are doing right now and tomorrow it'll be different? It's actually really interesting. Uh, There's a lot of companies that I think are trying to solve this modern dilemma of like, we capture a ton of photos and a ton of videos and now a ton of GIFs. And who knows what future mediums could be. I mean, they could be holograms or something else or 3D content, VR content. Like, there's a lot of ways to create content, but there's not a lot of great viewing experiences. And I think a lot of companies are trying to solve that. And with Instagram, I don't think it really works. Like, for me, I mean, the biggest thing is the view count. Like, that to me is not a proper way to display a video on Instagram. If for anyone who 
weirdly doesn't use Instagram. When you post a video on Instagram, it tells you how many people have viewed it. It doesn't tell you who's viewed it, but it just says like 100 views. I think that that sort of takes away from the GIF experience. So there might be a better way to do it, but right now I haven't found that. I know Andrew Marino, our sound engineer, told me about a social media platform that's all GIFs, but even that seemed not great. Alrighty. So why why do you love to make personal gifts then? If you think not enough people see them, people don't like them, they don't have like broad relevance outside yourself. Is it like a like a diary kind of like what what is? Yeah, it I think I use it like I've used it in nature when I just see a pretty like waterfall. Caitlin and I took a trip to Ithaca and I oh, captured dear. lots of personal gifts of waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> but those obviously was just because it was really beautiful and a photo doesn't do it justice. So I can just revisit that. But as far as more of the scenes that I capture, I enjoy it and I do it because I feel a certain way in that moment, whatever the feeling is, whatever emotion I'm feeling. And I feel like I can better revisit that emotion through a gif as opposed to a photograph or even with words. Like, it would be cool to do words and the GIF, I guess. Okay, so on my Instagram, what's like, I mean, this is for personal reference. Listeners can tune out if you want. Um, just kidding, don't. Um, <laughs> like, what's, what's the good, like, GIF to still photo to maybe, like, text photo ratio? So hard to say. Really I, I try to do more photos than GIFs slash video. Just because so, of that, I guess I'm talking on Instagram, the viewer count. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, I guess, like, all of these apps sort of, like, live or die on Instagram, right? Like, I, I can't really, like, imagine what else people would be using them for. Um, can you give us, like, a little portrait of that landscape? Like, what's the app war for Instagram look like right now? Like, who are the major players? Well, I think Boomerang, which is Instagram's own app, is kind of the winner here. I mean, I don't see many others. I like motion stills and live photos because it's not branded with Boomerang. If you create a Boomerang GIF, on the bottom of your video, it will say, create it with Boomerang. And to me, I'm like, anti-branding. So (laughs) I don't use Boomerang as much. But if you have an Android phone, you're kind of limited because motion stills is only an iOS app. So I know there are other apps out there. Like I think ViscoCam made an app, Photo, those like photo booths. I just learned how to say their name, so give myself a pat on the back for that. Uh, they, I think, have an app as well. I think there are competitors, but right now, at least from what I see, it's pretty much Boomerang or Live Photos. Okay. Um, so I guess maybe even just like five years ago, if you wanted to make a GIF, you're pretty much your main option was to like spend an hour figuring out how to do it in Photoshop. So you have to like really super care about making that GIF. How, how long does it take you, idea, to, to deliver an object to make a GIF in 2016? Well, now, if you're just doing a GIF for the web, the web, there's automated services that will do it really easily for you. Like, I know Giphy, which is kind of literally their business is GIFs, mm-hmm. has a generator where you can upload a video or a link to a video and literally specify from this time to this time. I want to capture and then I want it to last for this long. Right. And it's so it takes two seconds. I mean, I think you give up a little privacy because I'm pretty sure it like goes directly into Giphy's. Sure. So I would not want to make personal gifts on Jiffy.com. Don't make personal gifts. Uh, As the Verge's social media manager, I feel obliged to disclose I've made 
gifs of Verge videos featuring some Verge well, I think personalities. That's fine. I think it's just more like <laughs> if you're a parent Carmen. who is like, I <laughs> don't want my child on the internet. I don't know. Don't go on Giphy. Yeah. Go back to Photoshop or use an app like the rest of us. But you can post you can post gifts on Facebook now too, which I feel like that's going to be the game changer. I just saw that. Yeah. Like as far as I mean, obviously as you know, young women in our 20s, we don't use Facebook, but um as far as like my parents seeing the value of gifts or like live photos or whatever, I feel like Facebook is really going to be You can make it a profile picture now too, right? Yeah. I yeah. saw that today. You can do all your gifts on Facebook. Gifts are just more fun. Yeah. That's it. That's that's the basic message here. Gifts are just more fun. I feel like it's more useful in getting yourself back into the moment. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Also, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but I have the type of face that doesn't take a still photo that looks normal. Like, I look like a mutant alien in all still photos. <laughs> I have to have a little bit of motion so you can be like, oh, yes, it's a human yeah, face. Yeah, I think some people either look really good in photos and really not good when they talk, and other people have very beautiful, expressive faces. And not so beautiful still faces. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible to be a woman. <laughs> but thankfully, we have personal gifts. Yeah. A, a term that if you use in any future blog posts or marketing materials, you have to pay Ashley Carmen five cents per use. It is trademarked officially now because I say so. That's how that works in a lot of countries, I think. <laughs> um, I think that's how it works in Ireland. Don't fact check this podcast. <laughs> We're talking about art, so (laughs) that'd be rude. Well, hopefully Ashley's inspired you to make thousands upon thousands of animated photo albums that get no engagement on your social media. And take up all your phone space. And take up all your phone space. Perfect. I have a 16 gig iPhone. You know, just, just... Just back up to the cloud. Oh, my God. I can't. I forgot. I don't know my passwords or anything. (laughs) That's a discussion for another day. Oh, yeah. Ashley has lots of thoughts on passwords. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) this is the end of What's Tech. Hope you learned what tech is. You can follow us on Twitter at at What's Tech or uh, subscribe on iTunes. Um, Listen on SoundCloud. Visit us on TheVerge.com. Ashley, what is your Twitter handle so people can follow you for more updates? More personal gifts yes. at, at, that is a at sign, Ashley R. Carmen. Perfect. So thanks to you, Ashley, and thank you to Andrew, our sound engineer. And that's it. Bye. Ba-ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba.